Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Community Trail Running Podcast. I am your host, Adam Lee, and I am super grateful that you've decided to spend a little bit of time with me. Thank you very much. I can't wait to get to today's guest, who is Addie Bracey. She wears many hats, including being a mental performance consultant and a co-founder of OutRun, which works for LGBTQ plus individuals. It was a great interview. She wears more hats than that, but that's what we had time to chat about. We'll get to that very, very soon. Just a bit of housekeeping first. Huge influx of followers to all of you who have joined recently. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you have a great time. This is a super fun community. And of course, to everyone who's been following for longer than that, thank you for your support all this time and for once again listening. Can't tell you how excited I am to keep moving forward with all of this. You're all fantastic. Thank you. Only thing that's been up on the newsletter recently was the Engineering Your Trail Running Brain with Mimi Jameson. That's from a podcast that I did with her a while back. Wrote a newsletter from it to share the information. She's a wonderful lady. Very knowledgeable about hypnotherapy. That was a lot of fun to go over, so check that out. And coming soon, Wednesday, July 20th, for the written piece, and then on the 25th will be the podcast about Galliano Island and trail running there. I love the island. It has a special place in my heart. A lot of great running there, a lot of fun to be had on the trails, and I kind of want to highlight that a little bit and feature it. So look for that coming very soon. But today is about Addie Bracey. Quick note about the interview, we had some technical errors and had to go over Skype rather than Zoom. The quality is a little bit lesser than usual, but she is so good that you won't even notice. Thank you very much. Here is Addie. Today's guest is Addie Bracey. Addie is involved in the trail running community in a big and awesome way. She's a pro runner, a co-founder for OutRun, which connects and supports LGBTQ plus individuals by organizing group runs and working with race directors. She's a Runners Alliance ambassador, which brings to light the harassment she and others deal with while running. She's the author of Mental Training for Ultra Running, and she's a mental performance consultant. That's a lot of hats. Addie, thank you for taking the time today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. I really appreciate it. I was on Reddit the other day. There was a thread about a DNF and your book came up about uh, ways to help deal with it right away. People were all over it, really happy with it. Your information's out there and helping people already. I'm wondering, how did you decide to get into the mental performance side to learn it yourself? And then how did you decide you wanted to share and coach that with others? Yeah, uh, it was kind of twofold, I think. One was um, my my background is I've been in the sport for a really long time and did um, kind of the more traditional distances and, and races um, through college. I went to the University of North Carolina and then ran uh, at a pretty high level after college and ran at a few Olympic trials, um, ran the 10K on the track and a couple marathons. And um, during that whole time, felt like I had access to the best coaches and the best strength coaches and nutrition programs and recovery tools and massages and literally everything except this mental piece. Um, and mm-hmm. over the years, I kind of started to see um, 
that a lot of times my bad races weren't what I, I couldn't necessarily identify like a physical reason why they hadn't gone well. Um, it was usually something mental, whether I was, you know, super anxious going into it or just didn't have the confidence to make a move or, or whatever the case was. And um, so maybe my frustrations um, myself as an athlete kind of sparked my interest initially of like, this is something I think is really important and it's not necessarily uh, a consistent and common variable in the formula, at least not the one I've been presented. And so I started to seek it, um, seek that resource. I live in, in Boulder, Denver area, and um, there weren't many resources. And then the ones that there were, it was um, pretty expensive and seemed just like inaccessible. So uh, initially I went back to school. I started just kind of studying up on sports psychology, just um, on my own to kind of try and I guess, strengthen my own mental game any way that I could without the guidance of someone else, which I got obviously only gets you so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of felt like I had a knack for it and was really interested in it. Um, right at the same time that I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do professionally. Um, I had been a coach, I'd coached college and high school and was kind of figuring out what I wanted to do with that. And had felt like I was a good coach, but that there were a lot of really good coaches. Um, and that was a very, an abundant resource. And that, um, you know, I, I do still coach, but I thought that, you know, I might be better suited to pursue this avenue and learn everything I could about sports psychology mixed with my own experience as an athlete and um, both improve myself. But my main goal was to make that information like very accessible. So the the book was mainly the first project I did after school was I want this to be distributed as, as much as it can be. So that's been kind of the motive the last few years. That's awesome. It's so cool to have someone be able to break it down for people too, right? So it's cool that you get to be the one to share that with everyone so widely. Yeah, I try. Sometimes I have imposter syndrome and wonder if I'm the one that should be sharing it. But, you know, I don't know everything, but I know something. I'm happy to share what I do know. That's fantastic. I think everyone's better off for that. Is there any... um common theme that you seem to deal with when you do work with athletes or when you're consulting and that kind of thing? Or is it a broad range of, of ish, not issues, but broad range of things that you're tackling? Definitely depends on the sport domain. I don't just work with runners, but I would say maybe two common themes that come up. One is that athletes, I think sometimes think they're the only ones that struggle with the, the mental side. Um, mm. I mean, I work with a lot of professionals and high level, you know, people trying to run at the Olympics or people doing crazy things in the mountains and um, everybody has these challenges. You know, it's not, it's not, um, it's, it's the rule, not the exception. And so I think normalizing it is something I've really tried to do. But um, in terms of things people deal with, I think that one of the things I see the most probably has a lot to do with like athletic athlete identity and, and connecting too much to the performance domain to the point where um, a lot of the mental challenges or mental barriers are stemming from that. You know, if you're Mm. kind of tying too much of your worth identity, how you feel about yourself up in your results um, there's a lot of kind of a filter down effect of things that could pop up from that that then become a problem. Interesting. Yeah, I guess if if it, you live and die with the results, the mental toll on that would be incredible. Right, exactly. I had another uh, uh, running coach on recently, and she said that the, the biggest or most fascinating thing so far to her has been just learning people. Because every, every time you deal with someone else, you, you have to learn more about people. Has there been any aha moments for yourself? learning and applying things to yourself or others? Definitely. I mean, I, I, I feel like I learn from my clients just as much as they learn from me. I, I literally had a session with 
a high school athlete an hour ago when she said something that I was like, holy cow, I've never thought about it like that. Like I wrote it down. This is so cool. So um, yeah, I mean, we're all, you know, unique humans with unique perspectives and see things in different ways. And um, there's not just like one formula that fits, whether it's coaching or sports psychology. And um, I think part of the job that I like is getting to, yeah, getting to know each different person and kind of what clicks and, and what's a strength, but maybe what's a challenge and kind of how they see the world. Um, it keeps it interesting. I think that's like the most fun part of the job. Is there a, a challenge to keeping your own mental training in peak form since you're so involved in this all the time with training others and learning yourself and being in it all the time? Is it difficult to kind of apply it to yourself? I think it's more just I don't take the time to always, you know, I, I work with people all day. And so um, there's times when it comes to my own um, mental training or mental preparation where I'm just like, ah, I don't really feel like dealing with that right now. Or a lot of times my training runs are just my time to check out for the day, which can be good and productive. But I've definitely had to be intentional, too, about um, remembering that I compete as well. And this is um, it's a, a, a strength that I know the things that I do. And if I'm not use, utilizing that and applying it to myself, then kind of a wasted resource so um i try to be good about it but i could probably be better we all can right i guess to an extent (laughs) (laughs) i i did have a question from twitter that i wanted to get in real quick it was steve mark perry and he wanted to know how you turn around negative thoughts when you're in tough situations when every ounce of your brain is telling you it's too hard how do you flip the switch back oh gosh that's a that's a good question and one that's hard to answer briefly i mean First is to expect that that's going to happen. I think that a lot of pressure can be released when you can assume it's, I think sometimes people just want to not have those negative thoughts and they think that if they do, then, okay, well, I'm having this negative thought about this situation and it kind of spirals from there. Obviously it's like hard to come back from that when in reality that's normal. And so I think, um, you know, using that negative thought as a cue to focus on something else and something I talk a lot about is just understanding like focus and attention. And so negative self-talk or unproductive self-talk as, as we refer to it in sports psychology um, is an internal distraction. And so it can be difficult sometimes to try to turn that into positive self-talk. It can feel like inauthentic. It can feel like um, it's just like a very challenging situation because the distraction is now what you're trying to just like flip into something productive. So usually it can be more beneficial to just focus entirely on something else. So something external, ideally, if again, if the, the distraction is internal. So start a conversation with the person next to you. If, if you have a pacer, like start a conversation with them, you know, notice the scenery, just kind of take your attention away from what is feeling unpleasant at the moment and, and put it on something else. And um, it's easier said than done, but it really is that simple at the same time. Do you ever uh, get on your own nerves out there because you know the counterpoints? Uh Eh, not really. I mean, sometimes, sometimes I guess, but I think it's more like, um, I can fall victim to the situation and then be able to recognize like, Oh, I see what you're doing right there. Like kind of call myself out. So, um, I think that's benefit. Big time. Absolutely. I'd like to change gears so we can talk about outrun as well. I think it's really neat that uh, the way you support the LGBTQ plus community by organizing group runs and working with race directors, it seems like a a simple way to ensure events are as inclusive as possible. I'd love if you want to chat some more about that, how it's been going, because you launched all the way back in 2019, which feels like years ago, which it is, but it feels even longer. Yeah, yeah. I will say we've lost some momentum a little bit during COVID and that's on, on me to get back on it. But basically our intention is to kind of just serve as a resource um, for people that do want 
uh, race directors or events that do want some guidance. And um, kind of our intention is we have um, like an ambassador program or people affiliated with our group um, kind of located throughout the country that can serve as like a reference pointer, um, a, a, per- a person to chat with, you know, in your local community. So we have people in cities like San Francisco, you know, D.C., Indianapolis, Denver, um, to just kind of provide some guidance and help so that race directors and events don't feel like they're kind of on their own um, deciding or figuring out what kind of changes or policies to change or things to implement or or whatever it is. So it's really just um, being a resource and um, helping helping, um, reduce some of the barriers to creating some of the changes that could be really beneficial. That's fantastic. It's nice to have that um, like checklist sort of thing for people to be able to work with and make sure that they're all going in the right direction. Right. Can you please tell us how people can find you and work with you in any capacity at all? <laughs> yeah, so I I, um, I guess I have two roles professionally. I'm a coach, so just traditional running coach for, for ultra, mostly ultra and trail, but not not exclusively. And I work for um Ian Sharman's coaching group, Sharman Ultra Coaching. So you can find me at um, sharmanultracoaching.com. And then I work uh, on the mental performance and sports psychology side with athletes in every sport um, in my own private practice called uh, Strive Mental Performance. Fantastic. I know that you're on record as saying you want to leave the sport better than you found it. And Addie, I'm, I'm certain that you already have. Thank you so much today for spending the time with me. Uh, thank you. Really appreciate it. Huge thank you to Addie Bracey. Huge thank you to all of you listening. Shout out to race volunteers everywhere. And until next time, I'm Adam Lee, and this is Community Trail Running.